We are locked and loaded here at Backwoods Theology, coming back to you from uh, a week off. We understand we did not have an episode last week. No, Chad was not in prison. Uh, he's been able to stay out lately, but uh, it, it is summertime in Maine. It's up in the low 60s now, so it is balmy weather, and when that happens, uh, we all get out and about, and summer is very short in Maine, so uh, we... Uh, get very, very busy, so we weren't able to be with you last week, but we are here today. Uh, we have a guest in the studio today, so I've got three of my friends here today. Of course, uh, Josh and Chad are here, uh, but we all have our friend Nathan Pelkey here with us today. He also pastors in Maine, but he can introduce himself a lot better than I can, so Nate, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Hello, this is Nathan Pelkey. I live in Unity, Maine, pastor Bible Baptist Church there in that town, and uh, I'm thankful to be here with my friends. Amen. Brother Nathan was our first assistant pastor here at Churchill Baptist Church, and he has just been a loyal and good friend for, well, 20 plus years now, and I'm just so grateful for his friendship. Uh, all of these men around the table are my friends. You no, know, I was going to say, this is a very unique group. It is. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but did you not lead music? At Churchill Baptist at one point? Well, for a time. For a time. Yeah. They, actually in, they actually interned together. They mm -hmm. interned together. Yes. I led music here at Churchill Baptist. Yes. So if you lead music at Churchill, you will go on to pastor. You're on your way out, right? That's right. That's why there's a <laughs> that's why there's a young man in our church that as soon as he heard that he hasn't led music since. So <laughs> that's all right. We because there were others on that list that have led music yeah. who are actually pastors. Yes. So yes, that seems to be the thing. My brother led music at our church. He now pastors. Elijah's leading music. He's called to one day pastor. Boy, we had a great graduation awesome. here. Our brother Nate's son graduated this past weekend and just a wonderful god honoring service it was so good I'm just so thankful for those homeschool graduations that we can have and investment in our children and just such a blessing such a blessing uh everyone had a good lord's day yes sir yes yes we did as well just a good just good solid lord's day we were planning for our vacation bible school this year so we're excited about that and uh, just a pile of people. We had a meeting Sunday. Just a pile came out wanting to work in VBS this year, more than I think, excuse me, more than we've ever had. So that was a blessing. So we're looking forward to a very full summer this summer. And um, But we are going to get back into our topic and um, our prep for this was probably about 90 seconds. Um, no, so it was... 95 was it, seconds. Oh, I was going to say, was it, was it not 90 yeah. seconds? <laughs> Again, we like these episodes to be unscripted. Perhaps you can tell that. and uh, <laughs> But we like it to be that, okay, we haven't gotten together and prepared and, you know, honed what we're going to say. We just, we like the uh, impromptu of it. And the Bible says that we need to be ready to, you know, give an account so of the hope that lies within us. So um, we are going to be talking, we, we've been in our series on the sons of God, and I believe from a couple weeks ago, the last topic that we talked about was we were coming to the conclusion that we believe that the angels which sinned, Second Peter chapter 2, I believe it is, 
that, you know, we talked about whether they all sinned at the same time. I think that's what um, pretty much, that's the way I was, no, granted, the way I was raised, I can't remember it ever being talked about, ever, or taught. Uh, but the teaching that I have received, I'd always taken that Lucifer and whatever angels rebelled all did at the same time. Where the more I study the scriptures now, it seems to me, and I'll use the word incrementally, meaning they did not all sin at the same time, that um, I, I believe at least we looked at the Eden account with Eve. Um, I do not believe that is the first time she spoke with the serpent. She was familiar with the serpent. Um, there must have been, I believe, angels which had not sinned that Eve was familiar with in order for her to know what gods were. Um, remember, the serpent tempted her, ye shall be as gods. Well, how would she know what that is unless it's something that she'd seen? So um, there were very likely those that had not. Then when we look in Genesis 6, the Bible says, and when the sons of God saw the daughters of men, um, there were angels then that had not yet sinned, that they saw the daughters and that they're... The book of Jude, they went after strange flesh. They left their first estate, the Bible says in the book of Jude. So um, then the flood came. I know we talked about the flood a little bit. And um, the flood came, killed those giants which were upon the earth. The Bible says everything that had breath um, was perished. Here's an interesting question. Let's talk about this before we get into Abraham's time, because the next time we see giants mentioned is in Genesis 14 with Abraham, which is obviously after the flood, which would tell us that, okay, did more angels fall at that time during the time of Abraham? Because all the giants that were upon the earth in Genesis 6 perished in the flood, um, but here's a question I'd like to just bring up. I don't know. Uh, we hadn't talked about this. Do giants have a soul like man does? Do they have a, do they have a soul? You know, the Bible says in Genesis, God breathed into man and he became a living soul. Well, I do not believe the giants are the seed of man. I, I believe they are the seed of Satan. They are the seed of these fallen, there I go again, these angels that sinned, I'm trying not to say fallen angels, do they have a soul? And if they have a soul, when they perished in the flood, where did their soul go? <laughs> Crickets. Crickets. Right. Is this the uh, the Grinch? Won't touch it with a 39 and a half foot hole. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. Um, I I'm looking for the scripture currently, but um, we know that Jesus Christ has a soul. Mm -hmm. Jesus, he has a spirit as well. Yeah, Jesus Christ is fully God. I do believe there is a reference to God himself having a soul. Um, I'm trying to find it currently. But to answer the question about those giants, so... so 
categorically, you you said giants are not uh, human. Is that what you said? Not. I don't believe they're not from the seed of man. They're not from the seed of man. So they are called a. You know, Goliath in First Samuel seventeen is called a man. Well, the giants in Genesis six are called men of right. renown. Yep. Right. Yep. So, but we would describe them as coming from mingled. Mingled seed, seed. Yeah. right? So, and this is why you know Noah was perfect in his generation. So there was no corruption in his DNA in mm-hmm. his seed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think we as the last podcast where I think the for me the understanding of unclean spirits is that they are uh, the spirits of those of corrupt flesh because all flesh had corrupted its way upon the earth that those are the spirits of those corrupt offspring. So, go ahead. Well, can I... So, I want to make sure I'm understanding what you're saying. Sure. Unclean spirits, My let's jump to legion. Or they're called familiar spirits yep. in the Old Testament. Yes. Right. And Jesus casts them out. They want to go into the swine... Mm-hmm. Swine goes into the sea. We right. know the story. Into the deep. Into the deep. Yes. Whoops. So <laughs> <laughs> these unclean or familiar spirits, you're sa- you're saying they are the I can't say remnants, but they are the spirits of the giants of Genesis six. Sure. That fell bef- that 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 perished in the flood. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Because they're not. They're not sons of God. They're not fallen. <laughs> yeah. They're not angels that left their first estate. They're not demons, as we've always used it. Yeah, because you don't find that term in the Bible. No, you don't. Yeah. So they're not that. They are the spirits of the giants of old. I think that's the best explanation okay. that I have available. Okay. That I mean that the, you know, and I would love to hear something other than. You know mm-hmm. that would have a scriptural basis. Um, I, th- you know, the fact that in that instance, those unclean spirits, they need a host, so that they need a body, and they, but they want to resort to the water. Yes. Once they resort to the water, they exit the host because the host dies. But they needed a host to get back to the to deep, get back to, back the, to deep. the water. I mean. Why does it work that way? I don't know, but that's what happened. I mean, that's what happened. So and, the flood comes. Yeah. Um, I believe for Lucifer, for Satan, he became Leviathan um, in the flood. Um, Leviathan is mentioned four times in the Bible. I do believe Leviathan is a name for Satan. Well, Isaiah um, 27 I, I, it's very clear that right. it's Can Satan. I take like a half step back and just quote something? Go. This, Matthew twelve forty three says, When an unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest and finding findeth none. Then he saith, I will return unto my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, he findeth it empty, swept, and garnished. Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. So you see, like, an unclean spirit seeking a host. He doesn't find rest in dry places. In dry places. But uh, 
when he doesn't find rest, he returns to that host. Now we can go into, we don't need to, how is it that he has access to that person and has a right to that to enter that person? And I would say that idolatry opens the door. You're inviting when you participate in idolatry, in intentional idolatry, not like, oh man, I just love money. No, I mean like intentional graven worship image of worship. false gods, yeah. graven images, you're inviting them to take possession of your life. Uh, but that's where, why I think the unclean, all the pieces together, that's, that's where I think their point of origin is. It's interesting what you just said there, because immediately after the flood, okay, the giants perish in the flood, but their spirit went somewhere um i don't believe their spirit perished in the flood of course Um, yeah that's and that's where we're but what happens immediately after the flood we have the tower of babel yes false worship Mm -hmm. you just mentioned false worship is inviting right and then that's what genesis is that 10 or 11 genesis 11 i think 11 yeah babel well in genesis 14 we we have giants again right we have giants again uh, in Genesis 14. So can I ask a question? The, yes. the original question was, do giants have souls? Is that correct? Correct. That... <clears throat> Which <clears throat> the giants are the offspring of sons of God. Is that correct? Yes, that's what, that's what I believe. So my <clears throat> simple uh, logic, I guess you'd say. So if God created uh, man in his image and he breathed into him the breath of life, and he became a living soul, would not part of being the Son of God be that you are bearing his image, which I believe is kind of the definition of what a Son of God is. And when God made man in his image, part of him bearing that image was that he breathed life into him, and he became a living soul. So would having a soul potentially be a qualifier for being a Son of God? You'd have to, right? I mean, every Son of God that you... Well, I guess we got to define what the soul is. Well, see, yeah, yeah that, that's important because we keep mentioning spirit. Right. Which we know according to First Thessalonians, or second, I don't ever remember. First Thessalonians The five. spirit and soul are not the same. <clears throat> Correct. Because it mentions body and soul and spirit. What is, yeah. the or, what is the order that's given to us in that passage you just mentioned? It's body, it's body soul, soul, spirit. Spirit. That's the order. Okay. Yeah. So the way in which I understand... The construction of man mm-hmm. is he is a body, and then inside of his body would be soul and spirit in that order. And and the way we can understand this is, for example, the rich man in Lazarus, yep. right? That man dies. Uh, the rich man dies in hell. He lifts up his eyes in torment. Um, he asks for water. Like a, a drop of this water. This is all physical. No. Well, oh, a, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say physical. I meant never. Keep going. There I'm, is okay. A literal, right? Tangible. It's not. This isn't a parable. That's right. So clearly, there is a bot. The soul. There is a soul body. Body. Yes. Okay. Right? There is yes. a soul body, and it may not have. It's not flesh and blood body, but there is a soul body, and and you know even uh, Paul says there is a spiritual body. Body. So when a person dies, their physical body remains, returns to dust, but their soul and spirit is going to reside uh, either in heaven or hell or before, in the Old Testament, paradise mm-hmm. or hell. So there is a soul body. The soul has a body. What do you think the soul is, though? 
Is that just the the essence can I, of man? Can I just go correct one thing? Yeah. The order in First Thessalonians five is spirit, soul, and body. So it's it backwards. Goes in that, it goes in that the opposite order. direction. How we okay. always say, but it. Body, soul's soul, still in the middle. Spirit, soul, body. I'd heard it said this way, and again, I, I, I've thought about this a lot. That, um, and I can't remember whether it's the spirit of the that joint because the biblical definition of death is that the soul and the body are separated. Are separated. It's not, you know, you hear all the time, I flatlined seven times, I died seven times. Well, yeah. medically, that's the definition of death, but that's not the biblical definition right. of death. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why in each crucifixion account, the Bible says, he gave up the ghost. That's the separation. That's the separation. That's the, separation. That's the biblical definition of death. Yeah. And you'll remember... Um, Christ said, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Mm-hmm. So he mentions his spirit, uh, the giving up the ghost. I was just looking up where Christ, uh, you remember the Garden of Gethsemane, Christ said, my soul is, uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to find the verse, sorrowful unto death, something like that. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to find that passage. Well, we also know... Um... Well. Jesus says in John 12, now is my soul troubled. Yeah. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this cause came I unto this hour. Um, so John 12 talks about Christ's Matthew, soul. Matt, it, Matthew 26, 38 says, then saith he unto them, my soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto of. death. Tarry here and watch with me. And then Christ speaks of his spirit, of course, on the cross mm-hmm. that he commends it unto the Lord. Well, we know prophetically, is it Psalm 16, thou will not leave my soul in hell. And that's, we know prophetically that's Christ speaking. So he mentions his soul as well. So So are you saying that at the cross, when he gave up the ghost, when he yielded up the ghost, maybe ghost is the word that describes spirit and soul together because his soul clearly goes to the heart of the earth does his spirit ascend to be with the Father? Into thy hands I commend my spirit. Okay. But hands is an anthropomorphism, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking about that earlier. Yes. Okay. And God's hand can be upon That's right. people. I mean, it, his hands is not identical to his presence. I mean, like his glorious presence in yes. heaven. Yes. But we know that his soul went to the heart of the earth for three years. For three days and three nights, he at least went to hell long enough to get the keys of death and hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's saying Psalm one thirty nine: If I send him to heaven, behold, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. That um, I think the way that I heard it was the the spirit is what connects the soul and the body together. I don't know if, if that's so because, for instance, it... for someone who's lost. They're spiritually dead. I mean, they they have no spirit. Well, that's right. what I think it was Spurgeon who said that man is body, man is soul, man has a spirit. And because um, he said it was the spirit that connects the body and soul. And then he mentioned the born again, or if you're dead and your trespasses and sins, your body and soul aren't. It's your spirit that's dead. That that has to be quickened, and um, I, I'm I'm misquoting Spurgeon like crazy about yeah, just saying no, it I'm was. Kidding. I know I am. I'm not as cool. No, as No, I think that 
Okay, but here's a question. When a person is born again, okay? Yeah. They're they're born again spiritually, mm-hmm. right? In their spirit. So when you say that it's the the flesh, the flesh wars against the spirit, okay? Um that's not you know, what is that flesh? Is that flesh our soul, the carnal nature of our soul? Right? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. But here's how I liken it. This is why I understand it's three concentric circles. Is when you're born again, the Holy Spirit very practically begins to work and change. And he changes from the inside out. And that change, real change, that happens on the inside. See, the Holy Spirit doesn't change, so he is who he is, Right? But he indwells us. And so when the word of God is planted in our hearts, maybe our souls, it's then that he begins to make change. And before that change ever happens on the outside, it it is working on the inside. It's working in the soul of a man. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's why I understand it to be three Three concentric concentric circles. circles. And plus, when someone dies, when someone dies... Um, to so you would say you would say in that view that when a person dies and, and goes to hell, their soul's in hell, but it's just their soul. There's no spirit. Like, is the spirit the glue? There, there, <clears throat> there has to be a. But their spirit was dead. But dead doesn't mean. Dead doesn't mean non-exist. Like right. True. There, there yes, has to be a. Right. There has to be a. Because the Bible talks about the spirit of man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, here, here's why I brought all this up. Let me, because I, I think we could, I, I don't want to get sidetracked. Giants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's, yeah here's, giants. here's why I brought this up. Looking at it, I'm going to try in about two minutes to explain my thought. Very general. Is that, okay, do the giants have soul? Do they have, the Bible says in Jude... Those angels which left their first estate are held in chains, Yes, the Bible says in the book of Jude. So then, what are these familiar spirits? What are these, if they're held in chains, these angels that sinned, but then we read through the scriptures of unclean spirits, familiar spirits, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. devils, mm-hmm. Um, Jesus even said of Judas, one of you is a devil. Um, I think, I think what's good to answer is, is what are these? Um, and I, I'll which give is, you what I believe my yeah. answer is, is that, okay, the angels which send, according to Jude, I believe, are held mm-hmm. in chains of darkness, but their spirit continues. I, I believe these familiar spirits and these unclean spirits are the spirits of those angels held. which held, but their spirit, because they joined with the daughters of men, their spirit continues, so to speak. It's different now in that they need a host. We've talked about that. Um, when the giants perished in the waters of the flood i don't believe their spirit died um we find we'll we'll see in genesis 14 giants again which would give me the thinking okay we don't 
I don't believe these spirits, these familiar spirits, unclean spirits, they're not able to have offspring. So where do the giants come from again after the flood? But the giants are, they do have physical bodies. Correct. I, I get it. Yeah. That's what I believe. It's the angels who left their first estate, went after strange flesh. And that's where we have the offspring of the giants. And I believe that it is the unfamiliar spirits. Because when do we start seeing unfamiliar spirits? Or is the first mention I could think of, now that doesn't mean anything, would be Saul going to the witch at Endor, Mm -hmm. uh, which is David's time. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's mentions of familiar spirits or unclean spirits i'm sure there are well in the law in the law they're given a command to not suffer a witch to live Mm -hmm. which if you apply the same rule of when god says to when lucifer says to eve you shall be as gods he spoke of something she understood so when when god God says to them you should not suffer a witch to live they understood what a witch was there was witchcraft and enchantment going on between moses and uh the magicians of egypt you know that which when when they were unable to perform which miracle was it that they were unable to mimic the third or fourth they said it's mm-hmm. of god it's the mm-hmm. finger of god and they couldn't mimic it I, I think you're seeing my point my point my my point is is that okay i believe the spirits of these angels which send continue and they are the unfamiliar spirits even in jesus day which is continually seeking a host um but are they the spirit of these giants so that's where i was going so you said the spirits of the giants you said the spirits of the angels that left their first estate are we actually okay. saying I, that, I, but are we saying the same thing no, and their first saying... host their first host is the giants okay and Wait. then when the giants perish they right. are then seeking a new so okay. let me repeat back to him yeah to, to james so that I think I understand what you're saying is that those that are in chains, their spirit is upon the earth seeking a host. So then my question becomes, what of them is in chains? Right. And well, are they, they have s- some, you know, Lucifer had a physical body, I guess you would say, much different than yours or mine. Um, that So is Lucifer body, soul, spirit? I don't know if it ever. I don't know if it ever mentions. Uh, that's what I'm trying to think. It does mention a form. He was created. The Bible says sure. in Ezekiel mm-hmm. 28 that right. there was. He had a physical form. But um, like you mentioned, you no, know, the soul body, with the spiritual body. I mean, there's a physicalness to those. Well, you mentioned there's a material aspect. aspect. A material it's aspect. hard to describe physical. But yeah. Yeah. Well, it says he has now when I say this, I just I just taught on this Sunday that when the Bible speaks of the heart of man, um, I don't believe it's talking about the muscle the, organ. The, the organ, right. Right. that's right. Yes. But it does mention the heart of Lucifer, thou hast said in thine heart mm-hmm. I will ascend. Mm-hmm. So is that his soul? His being? Uh, when it when when God says, Thou hast said in thine heart. I will ascend. I think the word being is the right word. That's a good word, yeah. I think being. Being, you know... (laughs) Forgive me, I'm sure men have debated the difference between the soul (laughs) and the spirit for 
and I'm and not we're sure. going to solve yeah. it here. <laughs> no, but sure. if you think about it in very plain and simple terms, right? Sin, sin, which um, our spirits are dead, mm-hmm. corrupt because of sin. Our our being itself is transformed when we are born again. There's it's sanctified. Okay. The, the being of a person is sanctified because while we're saved and our identity is in Christ, we still retain the identity or our identities, who we are as unique to us as God-given. You know what I mean? Like we're mm-hmm. not robots. We still retain independence, being. To have free will means that there's there's being there. I think being is the right word. That's why that's why I brought up this and I didn't mean to get it the reason I brought this up is the Bible says and man became a living soul. True. But I don't believe these giants are the seed of men. Well no. So they're that's not. why I'm bringing that, yeah. up the question, do they have a soul? I, I do believe they have a spirit. They do are they the, have a soul. They are the seed of the sons of God. Is that correct? Um yeah, the sons yes. of God came to the daughters right. of men. So, and do they have souls? <laughs> right, that's what I'm. They have God being. made. They, they have being. being. I, uh, right. God made man in His image, breathed into him life, became right. a living soul. Right. He's the son of God. I'm asking the question. I'm not saying I have the answer. Okay. Here's so a, then, here's, here's a finish your thought. So then, if you know, is that does that imply, or could that imply that if the sons of God are just that, the sons of God, is part of being the son of God, having a soul. Was that part of what made man bear the image of God? Because before, I think Chad said that God has a soul. Okay, Christ and here's the reference has a soul. That. So that, that's, yeah. I'm asking. I'm not saying that I have the answer. I'm asking the question, you know, would those things point us to conclude that, I don't know, the to, sons of... To tie scripture to what you just said, sure. Leviticus 26.11, God is speaking... He says, I will set my tabernacle among you, and my soul shall not abhor you. So God himself has a soul. Mm. Jesus Christ has a soul. You said... That's interesting. The Bible says in John 4, God is spirit, mm-hmm. and they who worship him must worship him in spirit, spirit. and in truth. Yeah. Um, the Bible says God is light in 1 John chapter number 1. But those qualities don't have to exist in exclusion of another. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So we know God had soul and spirit, does he... What would we say about a body? Or Jesus Christ had a body. He's the right. image of the, the invisible Bible says God. The Word right. became flesh right. Right. in the Book of Hebrews. Um, I, I, <laughs> let's let's try to bring this. Giants. This is about giants. Because my first, because <laughs> because my first thought until you brought up Leviticus is the fact that something has a soul denotes that it it can and will die. Um, but then God has a soul. Correct. Which God in the person of Jesus Christ died. Die. Yeah, this is true. Um, so the fact that there's a soul, because it just, does it talk about angels having souls? Um, because <clears throat> Lucifer is never going to die, right? Well, if he's going to suffer eternal torment, right? right. He's, he's never, never going to die. So does he? Um, if the, bib- if the biblical definition of death is the soul separates from the body, if you have no soul, can you die? Uh, the physical body of the giants died. We know that. The spirit continued. 
Um, perhaps I'm just, uh, I am trying to split frogs here. I'm, I'm not, I'm really not trying to do that. I'm just trying to get in my mind because I believe it's, a, for me, it's an important question because the answer to it helps me to be able to understand where all these familiar spirits come from. Where do they come from? How do they, I understand the angels who sinned, who are now bound. Well, what are these spirits that aren't bound? Well, this is what why I would argue it's the offspring. Correct. Yeah. That's what I believe it is. I believe yeah. it's the spirit of those angels that sinned that... No, it's the spirit, it's the offspring. The angels that sin are bound. Correct. But it's their spirit, which... Okay, see, that's, they, that's where that's, I, that's, that's that's where where I see the difference. Right, here's the you difference. You say it's the spirit of the angels that, that are bound. the giant. He no, no, said, no, 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 oh, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. They are bound. Okay. But their spirit continues in the giant. Is that Correct. what you're saying? What you mean is like you don't mean they're the individual spirit of an individual angel left its first estate. Well, I'm not exactly sure how all of this works okay. in my mind. Sure. But <laughs> whatever being they were, whatever form they were, I don't know whether they had to become somehow human in order to have relations with human women. Okay, okay. But they have an offspring. I believe because of that act of them leaving their first estate, joining themselves on earthly women, they receive the consequence of being bound uh, in chains. Is it chains of darkness? or yeah. Okay. Yeah. Essentially, their two. bodies is what you're saying. Is, Correct. Are Whatever form that they were in. But does not their seed in their spirit continue when that giant died? That spirit of that angel which sinned now becomes a unclean spirit, unfamiliar spirit, devil, so whatever it is. What you're saying then is that the uh, so the the angels that sinned got together with the daughters of man. Their offspring are giants, but their offspring are also the spirit of those angels that are now bound in hell. There has to be something that continues or else the unfamiliar spirits are something completely different. Completely different. And then I would say, well, what but are could they? The, could the un, unfamiliar spirit be not the angels that are bound, but be the offspring? Which I think that's what Chad is saying. Okay. Right. The, okay. the the giant like still retaining... the giant has a has a spirit sure and the spirit of that giant is the offspring of the angel that is bound well maybe it's better to understand that it's the soul <laughs> that's where <laughs> right. we started was right the, 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 okay because kind of the, the spirit of God indwells us right okay. but we still have our soul we have our being I would just say that the offspring have their own individual being. Because when, remember the man, well, we the same the same illustration, when Jesus asks him, is it the man of, I'm looking at Luke Good 8, down. what is thy name? Luke 8, 30, okay? Jesus asked him saying, what is thy name? And he said, legion, because many devils were entered into him. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so there's, it's not just one spirit, it's many individual Mm -hmm. devils have entered into this man. We have the, the illustration where J Jesus says a man, um, the, the unclean spirit that departs a man, he comes back with seven others with him. So there is, 
In order for you to have a number, you have to have some kind of distinction or some kind of independent, you know, where one begins and another one ends. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just one spirit. There are these independent volitional beings who have a will of their own to enter in and to depart a man, to speak to Jesus, to make request of Jesus. Uh, There is one passage where an unclean spirit asks Jesus if he has come to torment them before the time. When I look at that passage, that makes me think that, so these are different than those that are in chains of darkness who are already bound. They're already in in dealing with torment, enduring torment. Um, But I get it that they are of the same spirit. I get what you're saying. What I'm saying is, is somehow they need to be linked together. Sure. Or else these familiar spirits are just something completely different. And what are they? What are... It, I hate to use the word continue. I, I guess, I guess in my mind, I, I would. Would it be better to say they are the seed of? Mm. Okay, that, that makes sense offspring. to me in my mind because it has to be some kind of continuation mm-hmm. or uh, a traceable point of origin. Or else, right? Where right. did they come from? They, yeah, yeah, they have to yeah. be created by mm-hmm. something, right? Well, when we reproduce. I mean, we're before we're saved, we're spiritually dead. We've discussed that, but we're still body, soul, and and a dead spirit, I suppose. And when we reproduce, our children are body, soul, and a dead spirit until they're born again. So okay. we're bearing our image, which includes a, a soul and a dead spirit. So then, these sons of God, which I I forget, did they cease to be sons of God when they sinned? That was our discussion. That was last our discussion okay. last, last, which yeah. never got answered. Is that I, no? I'm, sorry to. <laughs> I, I, I've thought about that. I yeah. really have because I, I probably I was probably the one dragging my feet on that. But I I, I I'm just really leaning towards biblically. Yes, they they mm-hmm. they would have to they would have to be um, be still sons of God. No, 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 no longer they, be that they no they, they cease to be sons of God. Correct. Right? So, okay. The position. So would well. So would they be spiritually dead at that point? I know. See, this is brings that up a weird so, question? This brings up so many questions. <laughs> Which because, then body so because if there are still sons, <laughs> if there are still sons of God, which have not sinned. See, this is this is what this is where I, you know, because I believe Adam and Eve were to replenish the earth with sons of God. Well, if there were sons of God who had not fallen at that time. What's the need to replenish why, the earth why with sons of God? So that's why you you start to pull on a thread mm-hmm. of a sweater, and all of a sudden it's all gone. So uh, that's mm. the point of these roundtables is to discuss these things. But let me let me draw it in because <clears throat> we are gonna kind of just throw something out. Okay, throw it out. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Depending on the estate that the Son of God has been given, it is possible that the that that there were a state in which sons of God were upon the earth, but there could have also been uh those that their estate was second heaven right because lucifer wants to ascend above the stars of heaven mm-hmm. right? stars of god stars right. of god sorry so so if there are different estates or states that they're placed within it is possible that we could understand that upon the earth um most of those sons of god turned and rebelled with lucifer um, 
whereas other sons of God who were in, you know, in the in this in heaven, second heaven, you know, did not. Um, you know what I'm saying? So you could I, put I them in different. This I I I was telling someone the other day that um, someone asked how many listeners we had to this <laughs> podcast, and I just and I'm being dead dead honest here. Four. <laughs> If nobody listened, if nobody listened, right. I would. I have learned from this. It compels. I have thought much about our last discussion about our stars, just balls of gas. I've thought a lot about that. I agree. It's really yeah. compelled my thinking. And I cannot say, and I, I'm understanding perhaps the average listener right now is just completely lost in this discussion right now, but... It is really helping me because it compels me to think and to ponder and to consider the scriptures. So it's very healthy. I try to tell our folks, it's the wrestling that makes us stronger. If everything was easy, you mm. if everything was easy, you wouldn't be strong. It's the wrestling that makes us strong. And so I like to wrestle with these things and um, uh, the, it just makes us spiritually more healthy. I, I think. think we also need to make sure. You know, Brother Chad, you said it. You know, what if? Sure. So we got to be careful between make sure we're not speculating, mm-hmm. because there's a difference between inferring and speculating. Sure. And um, but we have to make sure that we we know what we know because Scripture tells us. We don't know what we don't know because Scripture doesn't tell us. Right. And so we can't. Or well, we haven't discovered it yet, one way or the other. We right. haven't figured it out. Yeah, yeah and I would right. be careful. I would be careful that a lot of the things I recognize that we bring up are are requiring some inference. Of course. Totally. Yeah. Uh, but I think we've done a pretty good job avoiding speculating. No, I agree know. with that. I'm not saying that we have. I'm yeah. just making sure, you know, as listeners right. are, are, you know, what are these guys this isn't, doing? This isn't George Norrie late at night yes. trying to <laughs> keep truckers alive, yeah. talking about aliens. <laughs> Ooh, let's yeah. talk about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know the the conventional answer on the giants is that one of one of Noah's daughters-in-law, you know, still they were they were not perfect in their generations, and so the seed remained in one of the daughters. Have you ever heard that? I have. I have. Yeah, <clears throat> that's conventional understanding of where why the giants. Shimham and again. Japheth didn't have it, but one of those correct one, one of, of their, their wives. wives. Yeah, and I have no problem with that if you're trying to trace it physically, as to why there's giants again after as, the flood. Right. Okay. Right. So, so it's not a son of God sinning again. It's just the continuation. Well, fi- of the right. Seed. Physically, the seed remains, but we know that, you know, okay. If if let's think practically, if an unclean spirit is looking for a host, mm-hmm. they're not choosing a body that looks like mine, right? They're gonna choose one that's formidable that's intimidating does that make sense mm-hmm. like i think there's going to be but in order for there to be offspring again it just can't be a familiar spirit taking a host right, right. we don't see examples of them reproducing right and that's i don't know that you um, see do you see any other examples beyond genesis 6 of reproduction taking place um well if giants we believe is the result oh. Then so most are, of the giants that we see are, are the, after the flood. Yeah, who are yeah most every most references to giants. So are it's post my, flood. So I guess it's my understanding that okay, 
this wickedness goes on again. Yes. Yeah. 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 It goes, it continues. Mm-hmm. And is Babel the key where man was again inviting? Inviting the unclean spirit. Right. Worshiping, um, inviting the unclean Because the Bible says, um, you know, their worship, which again, if the stars are more than just balls of gas, well, the well, Bible the Bible says, let us go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. That's it right there. And let us make us a name lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. Sounds a lot like Lucifer. Exactly. That's my point. Is that, right. And that's what Lucifer wanted. Right. So, okay. And I, I, I have not studied it at all. Quite frankly, I don't want to. And if I'm speaking <laughs> out of turn, whatever, but it's my understanding when you get into the occult, there's an invitation. There's an invitation of, you know, okay, of, of a person desiring this power, which is real, this yep. indwelling, which mm-hmm. is real. Mm-hmm. And couple that with also the presence of immoral activity going on. Yes. Like that's also... yes present um that can't be ignored right a lot of it is is that too so if you couple those two together you can see where okay well that's probably similar to what happened in genesis 6 because it wasn't like i don't know that in genesis 6 a son of god you know stopped by and knocked on someone's house and said sir i'm interested in dating your daughter yeah i don't think it's how it happened well and something popped into my head when you mentioned the thing with uh noah's daughter-in-law it does say the sons of God came in under the daughters of men. So could the seed, you said the seed, that's one of the explanations that's kind of commonly, could it have been that they just simply entered into? You know, here's what's tough though. Here's what's tough about the conventional understanding is that the offspring of Genesis 6 of the sons of God and the daughters of men, they're men of renown. You don't have any examples of the offspring being female Mm -hmm. which would mean that your understanding of it occurring subsequent times would would follow and be more true to the text so a giant could not reproduce another giant right Right. I mean, do you see that anywhere? And, 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 a, and a physical. But Goliath had four sons. But Goliath did have sons. Who yeah. Giants. Okay. Um, sons or brothers? Well, that's fun. I think it's the it, sons of the giant. Well, that's the sons of But a- sons of the giant. Yeah. Well, well there's the sons of, of Anak. Right. All the Anakims. Okay. Here's so. a great question Was Nimrod a giant? Well, see, he was a mighty hunter. Well, that's what I called myself when I got a deer. If you're a big guy, it's easier. He began to to be a mighty one in the earth. Um, And you you look at uh, the first time the word kingdom is used in the Bible is with Nimrod. And it was Babel. His first kingdom. It mentions four. uh, Verse 10 says, In the beginning of his kingdom was Babel and Erech and Akkad and Kalna in the land of Shinar. And then notice verse 11, out of that land went forth Asher and builded Nineveh, Nineveh, another great Gentile city. Um, So we have giants again, very clearly. We'll have to get to it the next podcast, but Genesis 14 names like five people groups who are all in the Bible defined as giants as of, is, 
So obviously, I think Genesis 10 and 11 is um, the building grounds, once again, so to speak, for giants to be upon the earth. Does giant always deal with physical size? Is it, we presume it's always talking about a physical You know, that's giant? a great point. When we hear giant, are we always just thinking some big tall dude? Or there's more to it than that? You right. know what I mean? The the I'm, I don't know. I'm, the, posing the question, um, just a thought. This is just a personal note. Um, the Chimeran. We just look. we just went out of town. We went to uh, Sight and Sound in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and the show was David. Or is it Lancaster? Lancaster. Uh, is how they say it. <laughs> we call it Lancaster. Amish, <laughs> Amish country. This is what I'm good for in the podcast. <laughs> and the whole. I'll be honest. Here it is. This is the first time I've been able to go to Sight and Sound. We've never been able to go. And it's David. And the whole time, guess what I'm thinking? If Goliath comes out a man on a pair of stilts, I'm going to be sure, so right? yeah. upset. Yeah. I'm going to be so yeah. mad. And. Yeah. And yeah. what happened? Well, the show. Of course, you could sit and nitpick the show, and I could. There were some things that happened before then. I was like, okay, that's just not biblical. <laughs> well, then <What>? their portrayal <laughs> of the giants, I believe, was very accurate. Oh, wow. They were huge. They were as grasshoppers, as it says in the book of Numbers. They were big. Wow. Very, very large. Multiple, so multiple, they, they, multiple So sizes. they made Goliath larger than nine feet. Oh, yes. Goliath just was probably... putting that out there. On this... 20 feet tall, okay. probably. No, they were obviously, they weren't animatronic. They were like Jabba the Hutt. It looked pretty cool. They were they were people actually operating this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, oh, thank you. I was like, don't don't send out a man on stilts. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't do that. <laughs> so your answer uh, to that question then would be yes, that they are always I believe physically when it's referring huge. to giant, it's referring to... But not just size, also intelligence. That's why. Yeah, that's it's, not the big it's not dopey. the big dopey that yeah. you see in Disney, right. Walt Disney. It is. These are highly intelligent. Uh-huh. Highly. I mean, they were kings. They were champions. The Bible right. says they built cities. Uh, right. right. They built cities. Mm-hmm. These weren't imbeciles who just oh, let's go find something to eat. Yeah. You know, it's they were uh, extreme physical beings. So, do you were. think that that's who built the pyramid? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, there are things upon the earth which I do believe are the remnants of the giants. Mm. Yes, Stonehenge would be one. I, I personally believe Easter Island's one. Right. Uh, That's there, just me. There are but. things upon the earth that even today they cannot figure out how man did it. Sure. I believe it is because. Easter Island, mm-hmm. Stonehenge, it's all about false worship. Mm-hmm. How did... I believe that is the remnant And of so the are the pyramids. Yeah. That's true. That is true. And they're found more than just I understand in they had a Giza. bunch of Hebrew slaves, but... I, I, I mean, the Sphinx, they're, half man, half lion. There are pyramids found all around the globe. Okay, so when you bring up the Sphinx... <laughs> so now we have lion-like right, men. And we uh, talk about... No, but you talk about... Uh, all flesh having corrupted its way, right? All flesh. This is for another time. So, but the answer to your question is yes. I I'm really believing that now. What? Okay, believing you what? go ahead before. I... Oh, before. <laughs> Are you reading my mind? Reading my mind. Um, Something's going on here. This no, is really that, cool. That they're, they're not only a mingling of seed amongst men, but also amongst amongst animals. beasts. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards yes. Right. 
that you, there was also it says all everything was corrupted right. yes all was corrupted upon the earth all flesh all flesh and so um I, I don't think you can just lay aside in every ancient culture you have depictions of human and animal um and let's just say this how many times do you see god he has a lion with the head of a man, mm-hmm. or a, you know the four beasts that sure. are around the throne. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, there are depictions of, you know, is that the word is chimera? They're chimera. Is that Satan chimera. just trying to copy what God has done? Sure. Um, so, I've got a very good friend. He believes that's where the dinosaurs mm-hmm. came from. Mm-hmm. They were the mingling of seed between the sons of God and. Yep. Um, yep. Anyway, is that something I'm going to preach at church on Sunday? Probably not, uh, even in my own church, although a lot of my church listens to this podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> you may not need to. Yeah. <laughs> they may have yeah. just heard it. But, you know, and a lot of these things, here's the conclusion, because I have taught a lot of these things, and here's the conclusion that I've come to. A lot of these things, it's because I don't want to believe it. Because we just don't want to believe in evil things. You said that a few podcasts ugly, ago. Ugly. Yeah. Ugly yeah. things. Yeah. We, we don't, don't like, want to... We don't, we don't like, like the ugly. We don't like ugly things. We like pretty things. Yeah. Crossing the Red Sea is cool and pretty. Right. But... And I can completely this, believe that. That's right. But I can't believe this. It's because it's ugly. Well, the Bible's filled with ugly things. And thankfully today we're shielded from that because we're in the age of grace. But come Jacob's trouble... All of these ugly things are coming back upon the earth. And um, a lot of them are just under the earth waiting for their opportunity right. to come out. Mm-hmm. They're being well, held. And as the days of Noah, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So if those things existed then, then we would expect them to exist again. That's right. When things are as the days of Noah. Well, I think we need to wrap it up there, um, but we will be coming to you again. Probably our, you know, one of our next coming discussions should be to go to Genesis 14, where we see the giants coming upon the earth. I'm concluding here, and again, I didn't mean to get in all that, that giants did have a soul, did have a spirit, hmm. and uh, I appreciate this discussion. Thank you for appeasing me, and it brought up a lot of uh, other discussions, uh, but... Um, we're just looking at this line, this continuation. There is a line of giants that we will be discussing and talking about. And the next time that we see that, at least by name, again, I'm leaning towards where some of these men at the Tower of Babel, were they giants? Mm-hmm. Um, would have been very convenient to build this, whatever it was, this tower, if they had giants upon the earth. Um, Giants are named in Genesis 14. We'll be looking at that next time. But thank you for joining us. Hopefully this has compelled your thinking. It may be very deep and it may be beyond some, but it's the Word of God and we all need to consider it. But thank you for joining us. We'll be joining you again in an upcoming episode of Backwoods Theology. Theology. God bless. (laughs)